Hello and welcome to Sports Console. I am Matt and I'm here with Gav, G, and Fernando. And we're going to be discussing NFL free agency. Today is March 13th and this is the 19th episode of the podcast. So let's just get straight into what we were doing from last time. Um, we all, we're all predicting the Super Bowl last time, and I believe there was only one person who got the Super Bowl. Woo! Right? Winner, winner, <laughs> chicken dinner. <laughs> let's go. I had my uh, doubts, but I, no, no, I didn't have any doubts. I knew Tom Brady the GOAT was going to no pull. Doubts. No doubts. No doubts. I feel like we could pull don't up the listen, footage. Don't listen to the podcast. It was my voice. I had a cough that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. But <laughs> like, what were your thoughts? Um, how'd you feel about that? Yeah. Um, honestly, I was, I was so sad watching the Super Bowl just because of how Tom Brady was winning. And it's like, oh man, this should be us. Bill, put your pride aside and go ride Tom Brady's dick, dude. But he couldn't just, he couldn't, dude. Would you have rather, like, would you have rather he lost to prove Bill right? Mm, No, fuck, no, fuck Bill. What happened to team loyalty? Oh, well, Bill isn't just a team, okay? Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you talking about? No, it's all about the team. <laughs> it's all about Bill Belichick. No, see, you guys... Bill Belichick stayed, thinks, Tom Brady left. Everyone thinks that Bill... I mean, who's it about? Is James team. White? Bill <laughs> <laughs> Harry? Oh. Uh, Ed- Edelman. There you go. Edelman, Edelman there. How can I forget? Hall of Famer, Jackson. right? Yeah, Great Hall of Famer. Team. Heck yeah, dude. No fucking Beast way. stats. Yeah, that Super Bowl is disappointing, man. Maybe if the Chiefs are healthy, I think they would have won. Obviously, I think uh, the, the loss of both their tackles was something they couldn't uh, overcome. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, your receivers are dropping passes out there. You know, as a Steelers fan, I would know that I can't, you can't win with that. So, <laughs> that's all I got to say. I don't want to think about the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, w- I brought up the point where we the tackles were g- missing tackles were going to be an issue. I didn't think it was going to be that big of an issue. It was issue. like massive. It was the main issue. Didn't yeah, they destroyed. Just, Mahomes was running for his life. He it's clear that you know he isn't just the entire team. He does need a protection. He's not a gu- well. He was pre- making some incredible plays out there, even without his protection. But at the same time, you need a whole team to win the game. And um, the Bucks, I think, performed on all facets of the game and. The Chiefs, it was only really Mahomes at that point. So um, down go the Chiefs and let's go. Can we agree that Tom Brady is the GOAT? No. Zero. What? He was already the GOAT. Yeah, Actually, he was already the GOAT. He had the same amount of Super Bowls as any other franchise. Now he has the most rings out of any player and franchise now. Debatable. That's OP. Yeah, and he did it without Bell, Bill. Again. So, uh, so does he's this got hurt Bruce so does this hurt Bill Belichick's legacy? What do we think about that? Hmm. Yeah, definitely, no. dude. Yes. Definitely. Well, okay. Maybe not. He's got six rings. Well, He's no. Fine. It'd be like it, he did it. He had to have Tom Brady to do it. So, because I mean, is, he was is, with the is Browns. That really what you think, though? Well, I don't know. It's like a. It's like you need both the coach and the quarterback, and you need the other like defense. You need everything. So, I guess it doesn't really take it that much away. There's just a little smudge on it. Just no. because, just because Tom Brady won with them. Well, but first of all, both of them are cheaters, so the legacy's already tainted. Either way, I think Bill's legacy is leave it alone. He, he's a winner, and you know it doesn't really matter Tom or not. I think he's one of the best coaches ever. 
it really wouldn't like another person, another quarterback winning the Super Bowl ring that doesn't really affect his legacy at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. I, agree with you. I think it takes away a little bit. Come on, man. Just a little bit, not even a little bit. Move a little bit. Just say if you're talking like very minimal amount, yeah, it's not like a significant amount to where I would like my my opinion on Bill Belichick doesn't change. Oh, no, yeah, like, yeah. You know, like you still, I think that's what Matt was trying to say. Like, you know, it's just uh-huh. like it yeah. might hurt him a little bit, but at the end of the day, you're not going to take anything away from him. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then we're on I'm the just not, I'm not thinking about Bill Belichick when Tom Brady's winning another ring, right? Oh, well, oh okay, as a Patriots fan, um, I am because <laughs> I'm you have, no op- you have no obligations. Like you have to love, like I have to love Bill, but I have to love him. Well, you love your dad, but when he does something that you don't like, it's like, well, (laughs) fuck dad, I'm on the outs with you. (laughs) 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 We're kind of, I'm kind of mad at you right now. I'm not sure what that means. I think we're gonna move on though. No, that's Uh, hilarious. (laughs) There's some, there's some unresolved issue that I don't think we should. No, no, there's no, there's no issue. (laughs) Um, Either way, you know. Now, um, as a response, I guess, to the Super Bowl, um, the Chiefs released their right tackle, Mitchell Schwartz, and their left tackle, Eric Fisher. They, like, they lost them due to injury in the Super Bowl. They lost without them. And now, as a result, they said, okay, let's release them. Now I know that you know, they're having an issue with the salary cap. Almost every NFL team is right now. But with those two gone, and as well as, I believe, the other uh, offensive linemen all like leaving, I think every offensive line starter is departing this time in free agency. They are going to get, get a few the, back. They got they got that um, the doctor offensive lineman. They're going to get him back, but I think that's it. Can the Chiefs? First of all, are they going to get some better protection? And can they make it back to the Super Bowl now? Because there is a Super Bowl hangover first. With the loser, they almost never make it back to the Super Bowl. I would know. I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think the Chiefs, they have, um, I mean, still a passion for home, so they're always going to be a contender with him, you know, I feel like we're at that point where him, him, Hill, and Kelsey are, like, basically unstoppable, you know, most teams can't reproduce that pass rush that uh, that the, the the Buccaneers brought in the Super Bowl, you know, they don't just have enough, you know, enough people to just drop back and, like, get coverage like that and be able to stop Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, so I think that's that game in itself was unique, and you won't probably see that from, again from the Chiefs. I think you'll see uh, Mitchell Schwartz come back. I think I don't think I don't know if they're ever planning on bringing Eric Fisher back at least. Um, so I think um, you'll see them be at the same level they were um, at the beginning of the year, where they were looked like more of a dominant team. And you know I think they'll come out with something to prove like next year. And you know I think that's all you gotta give someone like Patrick Mahomes the motivation to you know want to be the best again. I think they'll be really doubting him now as like the number one quarterback sort of after the performance he had in the Super Bowl, even though, you know, all of it wasn't on him. But I think there were higher expectations for Chiefs in that Super Bowl, and especially Patrick Mahomes. And I guess you could say both were like pretty underwhelming. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's hard to, again, bet against Patrick Mahomes. We haven't seen anything like him in a very long time, as well as, you know, He's still going to have Tyreek Hill. He's still going to have Travis Kelsey. I think the issue with me right now is that, again, it's, it is eerily similar to the Seahawks of 2012, 2013, 2014, where they win the Super Bowl, they lose the next Super Bowl after being pretty much dominant for that, that two-year stretch. And then it's hard to make it back out to that point because the want of the, like, 
everybody wants more at that point, right? All the free agents that they're that are departing, they all want more. Um, everyone like the egos get a little inflated. Some people get a little too comfortable with winning too much, right? And then mm-hmm. the the very fact mm-hmm. that Andy Reid didn't change his strategy when he was down two of his starting offensive linemen was worrisome because they're just like they kept trying to say oh let's just pass it deep we let's just keep doing the exact same thing we're doing but without our right tackle and our left tackle and let's just like oh we can like survive anything that kind of arrogance you can't really have that and so hopefully it's kind of a teaching lesson for Andy Reid um because he won't be able to do that anymore hopefully he realizes that um but at the same fact like and Kelsey, he's kind of getting older. Tyreek, obviously, he I think he's up for contract in about a year. But I still think that, you know, they'd still probably have to be the betting uh, favorites other than the Bucks to make it back to the Super Bowl. Then that run is unprecedented and really only two teams, I think, beat them that season. So it's just a matter of, you know, consistency is hard to find in the NFL. There's always someone that's going to be on top um, and someone who's always going to be able to decline. So... It's hard to predict the future, but I would say that it's pretty likely that the Chiefs should be back in the mix of things. I mean, there's not many teams in the um, AFC that I think are really competing with them, you know? That's true. I mean, do you think Buffalo is going to continue to grow, or do you think that's a one-time thing? I mean, I think they're going to be a good team for, like, a few years, but, you know, like, they're, I think they're always going to be a little gross to the Chiefs. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like the Chiefs were the little bros to the Patriots back then, and now they rise. Like it, it just happens. Like there's always a new team that's always gonna like continue to grow. Like what? The f- top two seeds last year were the Niners and the Ravens, and then both of them, like ni- Ravens, were now a fifth seed, and then the Niners were out of the playoffs. So it's just mm-hmm. like you never know with the NFL. It's just hard to kind of say, oh these guys are going to be here for a very long time, right? Because there are things that make it happen. So like, like the Seahawks, you're like, oh, we're going to, they're going to keep coming back. They're going to keep coming back. But then they get bounced from the divisional round the next year and then bounced from, uh, you know, divisional the next year, stuff like that, right? And then now it's come to a turning point where Russell Wilson wants out. But, you know, we're going to talk about that later. Ultimately, you know, the NFL is just not a consistent sport where you can, can like, like the NBA, where you could say, oh, it's going to be the same teams every year. So that's kind of how I feel. It's just the nature of the game. I mean, with the duo like Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs, like we saw what they did last year. So I'm pretty sure. I mean, I guess Stefan Diggs is at his prime, but Josh Allen, I don't think he's gotten to his full potential. So when he does, I feel like I would say that he might have a season like Mahomes did when he, uh, when he won MVP. Hmm. I wonder. Yeah, I definitely can see that for Josh Allen. Yeah, it's got to be a rise. Like I, I, he, he had a superstar rise, and it's unprecedented how much more accurate he got because you can't really get more accurate in the NFL. But somehow he was able to find a way to do that. Obviously, Stephon Diggs helps, but um, it's interesting to see how Buffalo is going to continue to build that team. And they still have a. I think they have holes on their offense, especially particularly in the um, weapons besides Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they could still use a better running back. I mean, I don't think their running back with Zach Moss or Devin Singletary is really getting the job done there. Yeah. They're, I think they're also planning on, like, moving on anyways. So, I think they'll find, like, a like a James Conner or someone cheap, not, like, very – like, uh, 
not like a rookie though, because I think they're going to have to use their draft picks to start addressing other needs because, you know, Josh Allen's going to get paid soon and, you know, how that works. Oh, that's true. I think what. Do you, but do you guys think that they really need a, a running back, a better running back? Do you really yeah, think? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely they do. Yeah. It's just that they're right now, they're just like, I, it, they're getting great separation from Stephon Diggs. And that's like kind of led to like their whole offense being more explosive. But they're going to lose John Brown. Um, they don't have enough money to go sign another wide receiver two or three, you know. So they're going to have to probably get someone late in the draft. So it's like they're going to be lesser at receiver. And, you know, it's just people will start figuring it out, you know. Like defenses aren't going to just keep getting annihilated, you know. And they, they're running back. I think they know like there's position and they play the weakest position on offense. Yeah, you can't be one-dimensional, especially, like, if it's just going to be Josh Allen to Stephon Diggs. And, yeah, they released John Brown, right? So then um, now it's even harder to get, like, targets open. You got Cole Beasley and you got Stephon Diggs. And then you saw how the Chiefs played them. They just basically played against the pass. They didn't commit really anyone against the run. Josh Allen does have his legs, but he can't really, like, carry this entire team. He needs some kind of guy back there. Um, to set the tone of the game sometimes and be able to run out the clock if they need to. So, and, you know, again, teams are going to adapt. So defenses are going to adapt. So they need to be able to adapt alongside it so that they're not so one-dimensional next year. But let's move on to talking about how all the teams can improve this year. NFL free agency is right around the corner. I believe it starts March 17th, 1 p.m. East um, Pacific time. And there are already a couple of free agents that we haven't talked about yet and a couple of transactions we haven't uh, discussed. So let's discuss them right now. J.J. Watt signed with the Arizona Cardinals. This is kind of a shocker, I think. I think a lot of people were predicting him to go to, like, the Steelers and the Packers and stuff. How do you feel about missing out on J.J. Watt, G? I mean, at that price tag, I'm not complaining, man. I don't know if we can really be giving out that type of money to J.J. Watt. I don't know. Cardinals can because they are Kyler and the rookie rookie contract you know and we can't as a you know if jj watt was going to come to Steelers, he's going to take a big big pick up from what he got so i mean it works for him you know he's sort of like uh, i don't know if they're considerably a contender there like you know when you guys wouldn't consider the cardinals a contender would you i never considered the cardinals a contender no i feel like kyler's a little bit overrated wow geez this is coming from the guy who owned him on fantasy I know you're like but in it, love with him. Okay, but but there's a difference between like fantasy and real life. Like when James Winston threw thirty and thirty, I would love to have him <laughs> on fantasy, but not in my fucking yeah. regular football team. <laughs> I, I can I can see what you're saying. Kyler Murray, I think was a little exposed last year from like his way of play of style, but I think um, JJ Watt for the team brings a concern that they really needed, which is like D lineman, and you know JJ Watt's like still probably going to get double teamed, or at least, like, even getting – I don't think he's going to play every down like he used to, but when, in the few downs he does play, he'll be a good and effective pass rusher for them. So I think he can get somewhere near, like, 10 sacks. 10 sacks? You think 10 sacks? I think so. What? He plays the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is like, 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 Leonard Williams got, like, nine and a half, ten with aside Aaron Donald, you know? Like, and what's the name is coming back next year? Um, Chandler who Jones. Got, so there's who got 10 Chandler, sacks? Leonard, Leonard Floyd, sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. Not yeah, Leonard but they weren't, Floyd. like, the best defense in the league. I mean, yeah, oh, bro, man. but the pass rush-wise, the Cardinals pass rush next year, they got Hassan Reddick, and they have um, – what was his name? Shaquille Bear. No, not Shaquille Bear. Sorry. No, no, no. Uh, Chandler Jones. 
Chandler Jones. And now JJ Watt. Like that's like that's a formidable pass rush. Well, Hassan Reddick is a free agent this year. Um, mm-hmm. so he might not come back. He might come back, but you know, we don't know. I don't know, man. Ten sacks is a lot for me. I like I see him more as kind of the I don't think I think the pass rush will be better, obviously, with JJ. But you know, you gotta understand what how old is he again? He's at least thirty plus now. And he, yeah. And he I love him. He's a great guy. I'm gonna preface that. But he gets injured a lot. He and Arizona is basically where a bunch of um football players and not football players alike go to retire. So I don't really see JJ making that big of an impact. I think he, he'll move the needle a little bit for the pass rush and he'll be a good run stuffer like he always was. But at the same time, 10 sacks is just a lot. I think he's going to get be the guy who teams are going to try to double team and maybe he'll get more sacks for the other guys like Chandler Jones. But man, that's a lot for me. <laughs> Do you think he should have gone to the Packers instead? If he wanted to win, yeah. <laughs> but, but you really think the Packers are contenders? I don't think they're, they are. I think they're, they're always contenders. Yeah, they're, they're always contenders with their record. The, the, the record they would say so. Wait, the record would say so. <laughs> but every time they play in, in a big, like big, like the final game, they they don't look like they should be on that level, like that flat. Like they didn't look good against the Niners. They didn't look against Buccaneers. Like they don't look like they should be playing an NFC Championship game there. It's because they didn't have JJ Watt. No, but I mean, like, uh, it's hard to tell, right? Because, well, I mean, you could argue that if JJ Watt might have helped uh, the Packers not get destroyed by Raheem Oster two years ago, but yeah, like, it's hard. I think that you know, if you're comparing the Cardinals to the Packers, yeah, you're gonna get a better chance of winning the Super Bowl. That that's true. That's nothing that's uh, pretty. Pretty accurate. I mean, I think JJ Watt took the cop out answer when he said that like he came to Arizona because of Kyler. He probably came there because that's where the biggest contract was offered, you know. No, it's because of D Hop, dude. He plays the opposite side of the field. They probably talk like <laughs> two times a day. They, they probably, probably say what's up and then like bye to each other, and that's about it. He was probably like he was texting him, you know, like remember Bill O'Brien? Yeah, fuck Bill O'Brien, fuck Bill O'Brien, and then they both decided to go to. Know Arizona. So basically, Bill O'Brien just basically made the Cardinals contenders again. I'm pretty sure, like I, I have a feeling D Hop was a little bit bigger than like you know everything. He had an influence on JJ while going to the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I don't know how tight they were, but yeah, I guess like that's a good point. But I don't know if they're still contenders at all with JJ Watt. NFC West is rough, man. And we're here making no moves, unfortunately. <sighs> okay. I mean, let's go to Carson Wentz. We didn't talk about him at all, and we don't really like talking about Carson Wentz, but we have to in this case. He was traded to the Colts from the Eagles. Colts um, reunite Carson Wentz with his former coach, former offensive coordinator Frank Reich. Does this make the Colts even better than they were with Philip Rivers? Do they move for up from the seventh seed from this? They have to, right? I mean, I think they I, do. It's like I don't. I think even all of us would agree we're not the biggest fans of Carson Wentz. I don't think like <laughs> hard. To, it's hard to be a fan of Carson Wentz, still, you know. It's always um, hard. If it wasn't for him getting injured, we would never got dicked by no backup quarterback. <laughs> so I'll hate him forever. Yeah, hate him for true. getting injured. I hate him for getting injured. 
We would have fucked him if he was playing, but no, he had to put in that fuck. Nick. No, no, don't say his name. It's sake. It's big. Big falls. Oh. <laughs> Nightmare. Philly special. Wait till Nick Fool comes to the Patriots. Dude. I'm just I, I if if they Indeed keep doing some stupid shit that I don't fucking like, I'm just gonna stop watching football forever, dude. Iron sharpens iron, man. Nick Foles, Cam Newton, duking it out in training camp. What more could you want? <laughs> oh. But uh, time, back bro. to back to Carson Wentz. Yeah. Um, I think I think they're a more formidable team, but I still don't think they're um, on the same level as the, the Bills and the. And the Chiefs. I remember if you guys watched, I think one of the best playoff games this year was the Bills Colts game. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a pretty like, I would say competitively like like even game. And I think if you put Carson Wentz, you know he has to definitely cut down on this like crazy, trying to be Patrick Mahomes passes. But I think if he can work with Frank Wright and get somewhere near back to his what 2018 form, I think they have a good shot. Yeah, I mean I'm a little bit more hesitant. I think. Philip Rivers, you know, he's not the best guy. He's not the best quarterback, but I, he's at least um, consistent, I guess. He doesn't try to – I don't think he tried to turn the ball over too much with the Colts, and the Colts really limited him to just like, okay, just hand it off to Jonathan Taylor. Uh, let the offensive line do the work. Just do a lot of short passes, right? Carson Wentz may have a better potential. He has higher, uh, higher ceiling, but also a lower floor. It really just depends on how Frank Reich evaluates him. I think that, you know, he might be tempted to say, oh, you know, we had so much success back in Philly with this. I'm just going to let him have full reign of the offense. I don't think that's the best thing. I think Carson Wentz needs to limit himself, kind of get back to form before he's able to, like, because like you're saying, right, like he keeps doing these Patrick Mahomes head passes. He thinks he's, like, an incredible uh, passer and player, but, you know, he was broken at the end of it. He needs to just calm down. He needs to kind of limit himself because this is already a good team. This is already a good offense without him and just kind of work within the offense first. I don't think they're contenders. I think they're kind of the same level as they were before, wild card team. I think the problem with the Carson Wentz, like when he was in Philadelphia, was that because he made these plays sometimes, they really like, uh, you know, praised him for it. I think remember we just the 2018 season, you know, He's making all those plays, and we were all like, oh, you know, Carson Wentz, like, you know, a great quarterback, and he's well, he was in an MVP discussion before he got injured. So, you know, I think that really got to his head, and, you know, he came back. He decided, like, he still had to be that guy. You know, I don't think he, that, uh, he realized how much the injury really changed his, like, ability to, like, be the same quarterback. Yeah. Uh, it's a mental thing. As well as all the injuries, you know, piling up, he might not just be the same guy, right? Or that confidence is kind of shaken at that point. Um, okay. Dak Prescott, another uh, NFC East quarterback, after a long-awaited battle. Remember, just about a year ago, we were talking about how much it was going to cost to get, get Dak Prescott back. And I think he wanted around $40 million And we said, you know, that's probably worth it, I think. I don't remember exactly what we said. But he did get around that amount. He got a four-year, $160 million deal to stay in Dallas, $40 million a year on average. So Dak, even though he gets injured, gets exactly what he wants. Was it worth it, though? Are the Cowboys – did the Cowboys overpay? I mean, I feel like every, every, every person or every QB now, I feel like is going to get overpaid just because um, 
how much they've been paying QBs. And with Mahomes' contract, I feel like every QB that um, will do good in one season, the next season, they would they would want as much as they can get. Because I, I bet Lamar is going to want um, Dak money. But oh, I don't yeah. think Lamar is, Lamar is worth Dak money. I don't even think <laughs> Dak is worth that much. If and the only two quarterbacks that I think are worth that much would be Wilson. No, no, no. The only quarterbacks I think is Mahomes, Watson, Wilson, and Tom Rogers. No. no, no, not Tom, Tom Brady. I just let think me, those let four. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me break this down <laughs> to you guys. Let me break this down to you guys in a different like perspective, though. So, so like, would would you guys pay forty million for the best quarterback in your division? And I think most people would say, yeah, like, and that's what Dak Prescott is. Now that's what Lamar is going to be. And that's what Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are. And that's why you're okay with paying them, you know, and however you want to, however you want to dice it up, at the end of the day, the, the easily, easily the best quarterback in the NFC East is Dak Prescott. Like, Divisional? Like, oh man. I mean, hopefully I mean, conference, yeah. but yeah, I, I get what you're saying though. Like, Cause that's, that's guaranteeing you playoffs, yeah. you know, like that's, yeah, that's six I, I, wins. And, yeah, that's like six wins. You know, if you had the best quarterback and you know you do, like you have to pay him. And he's been getting them, you know, to the playoffs for the most part before he got hurt. You know, like they weren't playing the greatest this year before while he was playing. Um, but, you know, that, a lot of that doesn't have to like fall on him. If anything, that should fall on like, you know, players like Ezekiel Elliott. I feel like are more like for their value or for their position of getting more overpaid than Dak Prescott's getting paid, overpaid for a quarterback, you know. Yeah, in his market. That's that's what he deserves. He's the best quarterback in the division. He's going to probably get to the Cowboys to the playoffs if they put the right pieces around him. You know, in like six months, you're not going to be saying Dak Prescott's the reason the Cowboys aren't winning. You're going to be like, you know, their defense is ass, or they're you know, like they're wide, like Zeke. They have no run game anymore, or something like that. You know, you never like sit there and be like Dak Prescott's losing the Cowboys games. That's true. I mean, you you never know, right? Again, Jimmy G had a contract, and we all thought I thought it was worth it. And that was only for what twenty twenty five million dollars. Now <laughs> we are saying Jimmy G might be the issue. So again, like, and we got to still see how Dak recovers from that injury. You know, First, yeah. Obviously, you know, just like we were saying with Carson Wentz, the player may never be the same. Maybe it's a confidence issue. I think it's worth it though because forty million dollars. Yeah, it's a lot, but at the same time, you're right, G. You gotta you gotta pay for the quarterback um, that you think can win with you, right? You can't just let that guy go because who is going to be your replacement? We literally saw, I think, you know, maybe it was a good thing that Dak Prescott got hurt. And I already feel bad for saying that. But it's because they saw, the Cowboys saw what their future looked like without Dak. Andy Dalton is a pretty good, um, he's a capable quarterback, but he even he couldn't win, right? And Dak was doing wonders with that uh, team, even though they were still uh, losing. They were kind of losing competitively, I guess, at that point with Dak as opposed to Andy Dalton, right? Garrett Gilbert and whoever else was starting for that team. So they basically saw the value in Dak Prescott and it was worth 40 million. I think that's, it's a good move again, but I agree with Nando, you know, no quarterback is really worth it, except you're talking about like maybe Mahomes and Watson, Uh, maybe Wilson. I don't know. Definitely not Brady. I don't think Rogers is worth it. The teams will still pay him that much. That's the problem. Yeah, and you know, there's people out here like Kirk Cousins getting all that guaranteed money. Yes, kind of screws everything up <laughs> when the when, when he gets paid. It's a I feel like if you have line. a if you have an overall good team, like say if the Bucks if they had Dak, 
and they paid him that much, I feel like he's worth it because they have a team around Dak. But the Cowboys don't have a team around Dak. So they're going to be paying him $75 right. million next year just to go probably 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah, but that's only – but two things, two things. Like, that's only $20 million hitting the cap space, you know. Who cares how much you're paying him? Jerry Jones got the money. It's just a matter of how much is actually going to the cap space. And I know the way they worked out their contract, it's only going to $20 million the first year on a cap. So you're not really paying him all that, like, like $40 million until, like, next year or the year after that. So, I mean, like, front loading. You take the, and, you, and, you, and you take the, the, the consideration that if you have nothing and all you have is Dak, why would you get rid of Dak if that's all you have? <laughs> that's the only thing that's working for you guys right now. So why would you get rid of that? And then wouldn't you try to figure out the rest and keep the one thing that works? You know, instead of hitting a full 180, like, you can still easily win this division and get to the playoffs. And that's, at the end of the day, your chance to get to the Super Bowl, you know, is getting to the playoffs. And you have the easiest path. So why would you restart and send yourself to fourth place back in the division when you could either easily resign back and be competitive and win your division? I think the bigger issue is that the cap, like, they allocated that cap space to Ezekiel Elliott and Amari Cooper. I think Cooper is getting paid $20 million also. Mm, he is which is ridiculous. And then Ezekiel Elliott held out. He got that big money. He's getting like so, 14, 15 now, right? Yeah. So then it's just like the Dak contract, I don't have a huge issue with, but it's clear that the Cowboys are spending way too much on literally everyone. And it's going to be an issue because they literally don't have a defense. And mm-hmm. like, if you're going to allocate what, like 30% of the cap space to just three guys, and really, you could argue that, you know, you don't really need Amari Cooper anymore with C.D. Lamb. So it's just like, it's hard to like, it's hard I mean, to justify I, I, that. I agree with you, but then that's a different conversation yeah. we should be yeah. having, you know. That's not a Dak Prescott fault. That's a Jerry Jones and the, 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 whatever his son's name is that telling him what to do. <laughs> his, his son's an idiot. Stephen Jones, I think that's the name. Then, yeah. yeah. The Jones, the family, the whole family's dumb. They're idiots. <laughs> When Jerry Jones hears this podcast, he's going to be very upset. You'll have to contact me, and we'll we'll discuss it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And now, in terms of the franchise tags, a lot of teams used it, but two top tier wide receivers that were going to be free agents are now off the market due to the franchise tag. Allen Robinson, franchise tag by the Chicago Bears, maybe against his will, and Chris Godwin, also franchise tagged. Um, that kind of resets the market a little bit. Now, I think the best wide receivers out there are maybe uh, Kenny Galladay, I guess. Do you think Allen Robinson actually wants to stay with the Bears? Why would you? I wouldn't. Absolutely well, not. <laughs> He's been sending out a lot of cryptic uh, tweets, I think, during the season, too. I was just like, yeah, yeah, I think he's. I think he said he wanted out, like, like, like during this offseason. And, you know, he got tagged. It sucks because you know he's 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 a number one. He's you know like there's he's a number one receiver. He just got the some of the worst quarterback play in the league. Yeah. Do you think he's gonna force a trade at all? Do you think he's gonna sign hold out? He's probably gonna try to hold out or get traded, but you know he's a receiver at the end of the day, so he's probably gonna sign and have to play and maybe hopefully some way somehow gets traded in midseason. Mm. I think that's like the best 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 possible outcome for him. So Russell Wilson. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Have your agent leak teams. What's that? I, have, I said, have your agent leak some teams that ah, you're yeah. interested in. We got to have to talk <laughs> about that. It's pretty like, 
He said he wasn't. He didn't want to be traded, but I do have some teams that I want to be traded to. Come on, man. <laughs> it would be a nice thought. We know. All and right. then I think for Chris um, Chris Godwin, just to briefly mention, I think like I yeah. think we all understand that with Brady reconstructing his deal as well. You know, a lot of people are that the the, the Buccaneers are just going to be as good as they were last year, if not better. This is me off for fantasy purposes, though, because I was going to have to go back to that carousel of Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown, who I think is coming back as well. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, Chris back. Godwin was a beast last year, even with. Was he? I didn't think he was. Uh, he, was he was injured. Well, I mean, I guess for PPR for me, but I feel like uh, since our league is uh, non-PPR, which is kind of dumb. Uh-huh. Oh, no. It's great. Standard. Then, Standard scoring, baby. <laughs> he's not as good but in PPR he's a monster he was a monster he basically won me the league oh my god I, I didn't think he was I thought he was okay I didn't really use him that much in uh, PPR in my league but I don't maybe know maybe compared to the James, James Winston um, yeah the year. explosion yeah the explosion but you can't compare it. that was like a one off thing yeah I just want to see Godwin out on his own I want to see him with like a number one as the number one guy and, like, you know, with the Ravens, I'd love to see that. I think he still is going to, like, lead the Buccaneers one day. I don't think he – I think they both, like, mutually agree that they're just going to run it back and, you know, try to win another one while Tom Brady's <laughs> here. Like, uh, might as well, you know. They got to capitalize. Yeah, I don't think – I think both of them understand mutually, like, Godwin can get the same money he's going to get this year next year, but he could get another Super Bowl. So – and the Bucks obviously could have more, the more weapons that Brady wants. He's going to he's gonna obviously tell the Buccaneers to go get him if there's an option, you know? Yeah. The lure of winning. It's hard to find. Yeah. So, Ben Roethlisberger and Cam Newton both resigning with their respective teams, and we've got a couple of fans of those teams. How do you <laughs> feel about those transactions? You can go first, dude. Same. I think we feel the same way about yeah. it. Damn, like, we can't win. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a down season again. God damn it. I I don't think we're you know we got it we got a coach that doesn't go down seasons but um oh, okay just, you know. <laughs> two years ago man <laughs> seriously dude no. your memory must be uh yeah it's a little hazy you had the ten o it's a little hazy you know um a lot of TikTok dances when you guys got so. fucked by Ryan Finley <laughs> all right buddy <laughs> I'm not even talking about he down season they literally had a down season the year before that Ben wasn't there anymore remember. And you guys had to start Mason Rudolph. Oh, hey. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's not elbow. talk about. You ruined my James Conner. <laughs> but but um, I think I think Ben is. I mean, I don't think he's terrible. But you know, we can win with him. It's just that with him now, we have to like build the team a certain way to win. You know, um, I think our new OC said that he wanted to move to like more of a college offense. You can't really do that with Ben. You know, that's pretty much impossible. And. <laughs> So that's like another year of waiting for like a actual, uh, you know, current day offense. So we'll see where that goes. But I think like if we can get the running back right, I think there was like some stat in like the last three years. Um, whenever Ben's had a, like a hundred yard rusher, he's won the game. So, you know, if we can get the running game back and work on the line, I think like obviously the defense is fine. And, you know, Deontay and Chase Claypool, they'll get the job done on the outside if we have like a more formidable like running game. But we just – have like literally no offensive running game so like it's impossible to like win with the 36 year old by like 70 attempts a game quarterback you know 
do you really blame them for that? Because I feel like it's more on, you know, the offensive line and like James Conner in the running game. I, and I agree, but you know, also he, there were some passes that I just didn't like, I mean, you watch a Browns game, there were picks he was throwing that just didn't make sense. You know, like, That's like true. you could be down, but like those passes you're making, you, there's just no need to make. Yeah. I mean, I'm just a little bit more hesitant on that. Like, obviously you know more about this because you, you know, you've seen him in action more, but I, I felt like it was more like on everyone else on the Steelers. It felt like the entire kind of team collapsed. Yeah, so I agree with you. I do agree with you. I don't think I admit the most blame on Ben. I'd go like the O-line, the offensive coordinator, and then James Conner, and then maybe like the receivers, and then Ben, you know, I think Ben was probably like, like you said, the least to blame, but you know, it doesn't take away that he's still not like a, you know, the best quarterback in a division, maybe the second best, you know, uh-huh. I think he could easily be argued as the worst quarterback in the division. And, um, I, you know, you're a Niner fan. You know about them about worst quarterback. Oh, division, okay. so. <laughs> no, Don't worry. So, Don't worry. So, 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 like, you, know, <laughs> you know how it feels, you know, like <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> yeah. I know how that feels too, dude. I yeah, feel like everybody, everybody here knows how that feels. Yeah. And I feel like Cam is, Cam was worse than fucking, uh, uh, Fitzmagic. Oh my God, dude. It was horrible. I can't, it's a nightmare. I'm living in Patriots are supposed to be a winning franchise, but Oh my God. I don't know why they love Cam so much. I think it's like we're probably gonna like draft a quarterback and like um use Cam as like a mentor. I just don't think that the Patriots were getting any like big pushes on big name quarterbacks mm-hmm. like uh like Jimmy G. Yeah, j- <laughs> <laughs> big name, big contract. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. Ref- we refuse to trade him for some reason. <laughs> just like how we keep resigning Cam. It's just insurance policy. Like, I just not, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's, 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 I'm pretty sure Cam, Cam didn't have a lot of uh, passing touchdowns, right? I want to say he had, like, no, dude, less than like, double digits. Yeah, I think it was, like, I don't I don't know the stats on it because I barely watched the games. It's just so painful. He had a lot of rushing touchdowns. He had 12 rushing touchdowns, I think I know about. Yeah, but he had eight passing touchdowns, apparently. But who was he going to throw it to? Ten. He has no weapons. Ooh. Well, he has no weapons, but like, exactly. well, see that 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 he's got Nikhil Harry. Oh, <laughs> you saw Jacoby Myers. He had he had a he had Edelman for a little bit. Beast Rex game. Burkhead. Yeah, Rex Burkhead. James I mean, I White. Think, I think James the White. understand that like there's potential there, sort of. Mm. Well, they're always trying to bring, they're trying to dig dirt out of like nothing. There's like oh, there's something there. Hey, look, it's a lacrosse player. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Bill is still Can trying we to pull up mouth. the podcast where we were talking about uh, what's his name, Stidham. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! And that guy, He's I'd rather see Stidham in there. I don't see Stidham still a future, right? Yeah. No, maybe I don't know. I haven't seen him play. Whatever, dude. I... There's a reason, bro. If he, if they were that down bad last year and they couldn't play him, there's a reason. That's all you need to know. It's because you have Cam, dude. I don't know what Cam's got that like Gawcock three thousand for like Bill. I don't know what it is, dude. But <laughs> I don't know, man. It's kind of hard to beat out Cam Newton and Brian Hoyer at the same time. I know, so. dude. What you're talking about the bald magician? <laughs> no. This is what uh, you get after Tom Brady intimidated the rest of the backups. I know what backups. it feels like to be a loser, dude. Now I know. I understand Niners fans on a different level. No. You're getting <laughs> Jimmy back anyway. Don't worry about it. In about a month's time, guaranteed. Gee, would you have Jimmy? Would you want Jimmy? 
No, why, why, what, why would I ever want him? When what are you I, talking about? I'm just saying, like, would you sign Jimmy? Would you no. rather start Jimmy over No. Ben? I wouldn't either. I would rather have Ben. You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> At least I know with Ben, he has say. experience of winning. Jimmy G oh will get your, like, their ball. Yeah, he'll, 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 record last he'll, year. Throw, he'll, throw, <laughs> he'll overthrow a ball. Look, oh, man, that's all I look, need to know. Look, when Jimmy Ben needed to make a throw, every... he threw it perfectly <laughs> in the corner of the end zone to Santonio home. And all I know is Jimmy G needed to make a throw, and he overthrew Emmanuel Sanders. That's big that's man. Once once Jimmy G has his healthy season, because we always alternate between injured and healthy seasons, <laughs> and then he's gonna win. He's a winner. He's not much else, but he's a winner. Weren't you the one who wanted a new quarterback? Yeah. I do want a new quarterback, but I will not tolerate. I would rather have uh, Jimmy over Cam. I don't think I would have him over uh, Ben, obviously. I think but... I agree with you on that. <laughs> no, I can't. can't no. <laughs> I just hope we tank harder, dude. We missed out on Trevor Lawrence last year. I don't even know. The next year's draft class is not as quarterback heavy as this year's. I know, but, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll keep trying until we find Tom Brady again. Just get a defensive <laughs> tackle or something. God, I, no, I don't want to be the Panthers, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Hell no. I hate that shit. <laughs> That's been happening for the past drafts. And Great I saw crap. a mock draft where this year, uh, I forgot who one of the analysts had tight end. If I see that, I'm, just, I'm, gonna be, I'm not even going to be mad. I'm just going to be disappointed. Dude, no, what? The tight end this year is like, like game-changing. Kyle Pitts is a beast, bro. No, I would rather. I would much rather draft Trey Lance, the next Josh Allen. Debatable. Or Watson. Trey Lance is good. He's very. I don't think he's Josh. He's more like Lamar. He runs a lot. No, no. He can throw the ball. Don't say like Lamar. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Lamar can throw. (laughs) No, but but he's not. Lamar's not a strong arm. Like like. You get the like, side on Trey Lance is a like a arm. big arm guy. Like he throws 40, 50 yards effortlessly. Yeah, Lance throws it. Lamar's the running back. Remember that. <laughs> See, guys, we have this on tape now. We have it on tape. Lamar is a running back. Nanda thinks Lamar is a running back. Remember this. Lamar's gonna come beat you up, Nanda. <laughs> All right. Well, there are the free agent quarterbacks. Rather uninspiring, Mitchell Trubisky, Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I mean, if you guys had to pick one to start your team, who would you pick? Oh, it's magic. No, Trubisky. Really? I would, I think Trubisky would be the last one. I pick Jameis. Yeah, there we go. Finally, we have an agreement somewhere. Like, Jameis. Did you say Fitzpatrick? <laughs> no, I didn't say Fitzpatrick. I said Fitzmagic. Okay, I don't want okay. Fitzpatrick. Well, I want okay. Fitzmagic. No, you have to get Fitzpatrick, which is a combination of Fitztragic and Fitzmagic. Ooh, disgusting! I'll take my chances, dude. No, I don't want. I think Jimmy he's still retire. shows potential. He's just James. a good like bridge quarterback. So, well, Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Yeah, it's just like is, you know bro, when you have that. James could be like a good quarterback. Yeah, he can be a great quarterback, but he can be a good quarterback. But that's the obvious answer. I don't want to go with the obvious answer. I've been dicked too many times by Fitzpatrick, dude. So I mean, go with the Red Rocket. 
I could, I could go Andy Dalton. I mean, he feels pretty Christ, well. That's for... a terrible nickname. <laughs> <laughs> the Red Rifle. Red Rifle, I think. You <laughs> <laughs> said Red Rocket. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like he plays like a Rocky, bro. You know? uh, more like a boom bust type of guy. Well, I take any of these guys over Cam. I'll be honest. I don't. I don't. I don't know about that. I wouldn't I take that. No, actually, I would. All, I would I, if I had to rank these four plus Cam, I'd go like Winston, <laughs> Newton, wow. Fitzpatrick, Trubisky, Dalton. You really don't like Trubisky? No, he's terrible. I think he's mediocre. He's not like I'd say Winston, Trubisky, Dalton, Fitzpatrick, Newton. Bro, Newton's not last, bro. When it yeah, comes to those five, he got fifteen million dollars yesterday. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Yes, that, it does, bro. None of those guys are going to get any of that. Like, dude, the Patriots just hanging out like <laughs> gifts, dude. At this point, dude, this... no, bro. Cam is the, the Cam was not the problem on that no, team. He's he's just paying bills. Have you seen Cam because team? he wants to spite? Dude, Brady. you guys, the team is like, he'll atrocious. miss wide open people, bro. He'll he'll drop atrocious. it at their feet, dude. Atrocious. It's horrible. Atrocious. Your weapons, yeah. your goal sure. line, everything That's on your offense is atrocious. Oh, so you guys realize that what Tom Brady was working with now? Thank you. No, 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 no. Yes. Oh, so what? Damn, uh, must be, Tom Brady's time in New England must be so hard. <laughs> I, I can't imagine that he ever wanted. I'm anything. just saying, dude. Everyone was tra- <laughs> like you're trashing Tom Brady, but look at the weapons. Would you they pay, were the same weapons that Cam had. Would you pay 14 million for a running back? Because that's all Cam is right now. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucked. Oh. <laughs> You put me on tape. I say it. Cam Newton's a running back. Oh, no. <laughs> I got two of the homies, dude. I'm going to use this. Be careful for your future arguments. Did you see the uh, video where that kid was talking trash to Cam Newton? Wasn't that an old video, though? <laughs> no, I think it was like at his like recent. Well, I don't know. It could have been. But it's, like, it's still bad. That kid's just... nothing. Cam is something. There was a video of Cam watching a kid throw a throw a, a ball to like a like deep to a, like a, a little like stand, and Cam was like, "Damn, I wish I could hit that." Really? No. Get that, get that face, dude. It's like this is what we're paying for, man. He's watching kids throw deeper than him. Well, my quarterback just watches kids. <laughs> what? <laughs> Pause. Ben, ben, Ben's a weirdo. <laughs> I don't think that was what he was accused of. I mean, yeah. he's just a weirdo. Like, it's a weirdo things to do, isn't it? Like, do you disagree with me? Like, I don't disagree with that Ben's a weirdo. He's, he's also a criminal. I yeah, just all good quarterbacks. <laughs> all good quarterbacks have their weird things, you know. Yeah. Well, James Winston also has a criminal past. He's not that good. <laughs> so he must be good then, right? Yeah. Oh, that's why I have him on top. Oh, <laughs> maybe that's all. Mitch is Mitch Trubisky is missing. Yeah, once Mitch Trubisky gets like arrested or something, it's like oh, watch him pop off next Tom Brady. He gets Damn. fourteen million. <laughs> He's neither a running quarterback nor a throwing quarterback. Trubisky is like mediocre. I don't think he's like terrible. He can't throw to his left, but like everything else, he's just like he he can't just elevate your team. He's like a worse Jimmy G. He's a bench quarterback. I don't know, man. I think they would resign him, the Bears. They run it back until they get someone else. <laughs> well, kidding. Yeah. That's the same thing that the Patriots are doing, running back until we get some good prospect, which I ho- was hoping was Deshaun. 
but I think we're out of that race. Yeah. Cam is saying, he's like, this is my team. Deshaun who? Okay. So now let's go move on to the wide receivers, dude. Again, we lost Godwin and Robinson from this list, but we got Will Fuller, Juju, Kenny Galladay, Corey Davis, John Brown. These are still pretty decent options. I'd say the first three are pretty good still. Who do you think actually gets the most in free agency, though? has to be Galladay. It has to be Galladay, yeah. No-brainer, dude. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. the only one that can be a number true number one. Juju and Fuller are number twos. <laughs> Davis and Brown are like threes or number twos at best. You don't think Juju's going to pop right off? Situation. Bro, no, no. He's going to pop off on TikTok. Maybe get some like viral, viral tweets or something. I don't know. I mean, that man's not a – he's not – his head's not in the game, you know? His head's literally, like, in a thousand different places other than the football field. And at the end of the day, you know, like, look at Tom Brady. I mean, I was, you know, like, obviously it's hard to compare him to, like, a wide receiver, you know? But, like, they're just the way they prepare and, like, go about the game is just two totally different ways. And, you know, like, I think that, like, shows, you know, like, Brady's literally just die, eat, live football, you know? And, like, Juju's, like, a thousand endorsements. Yeah, stream, doing all stream his other Fortnite. shit, streaming. Yeah, like, bro, like, phase and all that stuff. Like, who gives a shit, dude? Like, go win something before you, like, you know, go prove yourself. Go make your, like, go make a name before you, like, really start, like, you know, trying to do all these endorsements and shit, you know? But to each their own. So, I got give less fuck about Juju. I hope he doesn't come back. <laughs> I'm so for that, man. Damn. No love. No love. I love John Brown, though. I heard the Steelers <laughs> have interest in him. So, I'd love to see the Steelers bring in, like, a deep threat like that because – you know, we're missing something, someone that can really just blow the top off the field. John Brownson's rated. I think Juju I think is going to get paid the most, though. I have a feeling. I think Why? because he has no morals. He's like, <laughs> like just what you said. Like, he's just going to, he's chasing the bag. He's trying to get all the sponsorships, trying to get all the fame. Galladay, I think he wants to win. He's not going to go to the Patriots. Sorry, Gab. Because one, Matt Patricia's there. And two, like, he knows that. They can't really win there. And he's the only option out of like a like weaponless team. He's literally already had that with the Lions. He doesn't want to do that again. I think he would rather take a smaller deal, even though he'll get paid a lot. I think he'll get a smaller deal if he can get a chance to win. But Juju, he's got no morals. I see him going to Jacksonville or something with like 15 million, <laughs> million a year. And he's just like, that's good with me. Corvette, Corvette. <laughs> I feel like Kenny should go to the Ravens. I feel like the Ravens need to sign. That'd be good. A top receiver. Oh, that yeah, actually they, they need a big pretty... man like that. Yeah. At the That'd same be time, nasty. I'm a Steeler fan, and Galladay is my favorite receiver in the league. So, <laughs> things I don't want to see. Kenny G fucked me out of a third round draft pick. So, uh, you know, no love. <laughs> <laughs> no love for these guys. Okay. You got a choice, Gav? Anyone? I, I said Galladay. I was I agreed with them. No love to Will Fuller here. Oh well, I mean Will Fuller's good. He he's gonna get paid, but like he, he gets injured a lot. I don't know. If am, I the, am, am I the only one that feels like Will Fuller to the Packers is like a done deal? I don't know. Probably. Like, I just keep but hearing. I, I just, I everywhere I hear is. Money. Yeah, everywhere I hear is just Will Fuller wants like is interested in the Packers. Packers are interested in Will Fuller. Like last trade deadline, wasn't there like rumors that Patrick the Packers are gonna try to get Will Fuller? Mm-hmm. So I, like, have, I don't know. I just they don't have like, the money though. I have. Yeah. Been. It wouldn't make any. It wouldn't make Aaron Rodgers a better uh, player anyway. He's a choker. 
It's not good. Come on, we're fooling Aaron Rodgers now. The only time just... that Will Fuller got yes. like had had a healthy season was because he was suspended for PEDs. <laughs> so, uh, I think he still has more against the Jokes. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Will Fuller is a. I think he's like suspended the first game of the next season, right, or something. Yeah, I think he's got a couple games. That's that's fucked. <laughs> I mean, if it keeps you healthy, I don't know. What? Where do you guys think know. he could go other than the Packers? Any any ideas? Uh, I mean, Ravens also, again, are good for him because they value speed. Imagine if you had Will Fuller and Hollywood. Yeah, I don't know how long Hollywood's going to be on that team, though. It's because he had David Culley as his uh, wide receivers coach. Now that he's got promoted to the Texans, maybe uh, <laughs> he'll find a way to shine. Marquise. Yeah. Hopefully. I think Hollywood's pretty good. and I think Will Fuller went to that team. That would be pretty like you know, like you said like that'd be the fastest team in the league yeah okay and now on to the running backs aaron jones chris carson Kenyon drake marlon mack james connor all you know household names in like fantasy football standards um what do you think who do you think is gonna be first of all the highest pick in fantasy why um because i think it's really team dependent right mm-hmm. yeah Obviously, you know, the consensus probably opinion would probably be Aaron Jones, right? So right. let's skip his name. It goes. Let's say, I, I, would like, say, I would say whoever goes, like, I'm going to give you a different answer other than the name. I'm going to say whoever goes to Miami. Mm. Um, I think whoever oh. they end up signing, I think they're looking for a workhorse. Um, I think, like, there's not many teams that are out there looking. And maybe even if they end up being a running back, I think he'd be higher picked. than obviously not maybe Aaron Jones, but, like, you know, uh, Etienne or – or, or Najee could go higher in a fantasy draft than Carson, Drake, Mac, or Connor, you know? And yeah. I think, like, I think whoever ends up going to Miami will be in a position to get a good workload and, like, in an efficient offense. And I think those are, like, two things you're looking for in fantasy, right? Like, can the touchdowns, will they be getting down the field? You know, will their, like, rushes be, like, late in the fourth quarter, just, like, you know, chewing the clock out? Or will they actually be, like, you know, more meaningful and stuff like that? So I think Miami, whoever they end up signing – I think I think they're like likely to get Aaron Jones, but you know if they end up getting like a James Conner or maybe like a Chris Carson, I think yeah, that's some good fantasy value at the you know position. Yeah, I mean Miami runs the ball a lot, and it's clear that you know two is not really the pass-heavy quarterback yet, so um, they're gonna rely a lot more because if you got guys like Miles Gaskin and Salvin Ahmed, I think like yeah, if so they weird. get a lot of carries, they get fantasy points. Hell yeah, I mean. Those guys imagine are basically just another prime guy, talent. Right? Yeah, yeah, imagine what like Aaron Jones can do. You know, double dual threat running back on that type of team. Yeah, nasty. But it depends if he goes there. Like if, mm-hmm. if I would say Kenyon Drake, just because like he was heating up at the latter end of the season, but he always does. Well, he always <laughs> does that. But God, still, he knows how to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, I blew it out of the water. He just knows how to get paid. Uh, I mean, he could. I think for him, it's, he's not staying with the Cardinals because I don't think it makes sense for them to pay him. And like, I think for him, like, just like, like what's what would be like scheme fit? Like, I don't think his like his type of like running style fits the Cardinals type of offense and what they're going for. So um, I'm not really sure where like someone like Kenyon Drake. Maybe he goes to the Packers on a cheaper contract, you know, filling in like Aaron Jones type of role, and maybe he could you know succeed in that position. Uh, you know, I think any like maybe even like a James Conner going to you know, like the Packers, I think they're going to end up 
you know, I think they should end up signing a running back, but will they? Probably not. No love for A.J. Dillon? I'm not the biggest fan of A.J. Dillon because Aaron Rodgers already such a pass-heavy quarterback, and, you know, Aaron Jones was so successful because he was able to catch a pass. Damn. And, you know, I don't think, like, A.J. Dillon's, like, he's great, like, big man, you know, like, he'll get touchdowns, but it would be nice to also have a running back that can get you down the field, you know, by all those check downs and screens that throw to Aaron Jones, like, that – value if the Packers don't resign him is going to be gone you know those are fantasy points to the waste it does piss me off how much they don't run at the one yard line let's throw it to Devontae Adams guys let's just boost his stats what I mean it works most of the time no it doesn't work for me (laughs) (laughs) well just draft Devontae Adams then I guess oh just draft Devontae Adams that'll work (laughs) and then he's gonna get hurt (laughs) Then they're gonna start going to Dylan the the yeah. <laughs> this is the woes of fantasy football. I mean, there's always like there's always um a running back who's a free agent, like and they resign, and then you draft them in the later rounds of fantasy, and you're like, Oh, you don't really expect much out of them, and they kind of become a consistent part of your team. We just saw that Todd Gurley with the Atlanta Falcons this year, right? So I feel like one of these guys, like Atlanta, again, is a good place to go because Nat Todd really is washed, right? So I think – I mean, I'd, I like Chris Carson or, like, a Marlon Mack or – Either of them can stay healthy there. I think, like, yeah. I think they're considerably, like, valuable fantasy. I think they both, like, had their time where they're, like, top 10 running backs, you know? Like, especially Mack, like, like was it two years ago? And, like, at the beginning part of the season, Mack was a great running back. And yeah. Carson, whenever he plays, has been our number one running back for fantasy for a while. Yeah, and I mean, that Atlanta offense, again, now uh, Arthur Smith, who was the coordinator for the Titans, he's the head coach of the Falcons. I think they're going to be a lot more run-oriented this year. And, mm-hmm. you know, target the guy, target the running back who goes to the Falcons. That's what I would say. Yeah, I think definitely, like, the scheme fit is the most important thing, you know, when you're, like, looking at these free agent running backs going to places, like, you're going to – that'll tell you about, like, what the team's trying to do, you know. Whoever signs, like, James Conner probably will sign or draft another running back because, you know, you can't really rely on him. But, you know, that's just how it is. That hurts. That hurts James Conner, too. (laughs) (laughs) I hope the Steelers can get one of these guys on, like, a cheap contract. I wouldn't mind, you know. Like, if we end up using our first-round pick on our our old lineman, which is, like, most mocks are projecting for us, that getting a running back like a Drake, Mack, or Carson, like, cheap, wouldn't even be that bad of a contract, you know? Those are the, usually the running backs that, like, outperform their contract. Mm-hmm. I mean, what about Benny Snell? <laughs> <laughs> you got to stop bringing up these backups, brother. Backups Benny, for a reason. Benny Snell. Who was the other one? There's another one, too. Jalen Samuels. Yeah, Jalen Samuels. Nice. He was only so – he, he was that one year where he was listed at tight end. And if you <laughs> yeah, had him, he was, he was just was like, okay, because he the was getting like nine, ten. <laughs> that Taysom Hill destroyed me. I know these backups because I had James Conner on my fantasy team, and I had to know the backups. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to pick him up. <laughs> yeah. You get the handcuff. All right, now let's move on to the juicy part here. We're talking quarterback trades because there are a lot of them that could be considered. Maybe the free agency quarterback pool is not that nice. And we have already had two moves in Matthew Stafford and Carson Wentz. But there's still a lot of quarterbacks on the move that could happen. 
The most surprising one of which is Russell Wilson of the Seattle Seahawks. It was reported a little bit um, a couple of weeks ago that Russell wanted out because he had disagreements with Pete Carroll and the offensive staff. They weren't providing him the offensive input that he wanted. And um, obviously Russell Wilson's agent denied this, but then followed up by saying, you know, if we were to consider a trade, we want to go to Chicago, I think New York or Miami and stuff like that. New Orleans. Yeah. And it's just like, well, man, if you were not thinking of a trade, then why do you already have the destinations listed out, right? It's like, I'm not thinking about breaking up with my girlfriend, but these are the four girls that I would break up with my girlfriend for. <laughs> hey, you got to keep your head in the right game, you know? <laughs> got to keep your options open. I wasn't think I wasn't going to do it, but I'm if thinking If I were Seattle... It. If I were Seattle, I'd fire everybody on the coaching staff, release every single player that I have before I ever trade Russell Wilson. Yeah. You gotta keep him, dude. The would, there's no way him. I'd keep a 75-year-old head coach over, over a franchise star QB who's gotten you to playoffs like you know, the eight of the nine last years or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just ridiculous to me. It's hard letting go, I think. And it's hard to... It's hard because people don't like placing a lot of value on the franchise quarterbacks because they think coaches are bigger because they represent the whole team. But I would agree with you on that part. First of all, I hate Pete Carroll, but like, (laughs) um, it's pretty obvious, you know, like he is limiting that Seattle offense and it's happened for so many years. I'm glad Russell Wilson's finally cognizant of that because, um, you know, they, Pete Carroll likes to establish the run. He likes to establish the run. Because ironically, he doesn't want to create turnovers. He thinks turnovers are more consistent with passing game. So he wants to run the ball a lot more. Could have helped at a certain Super Bowl, but, you know, that's the way it is. But you got to let Russ cook sometimes. You got to let him be free. And we saw what he could do with the right weapons, with a coordinator that is calling the right plays for him. And he's just uh, letting the ball loose. He was an MVP candidate for like the first half of the season. Obviously, he fell off a little bit. And then Pico immediately said, okay, let's go back to the run with Chris Carson. So, and they hired a new offensive coordinator from the Rams. And he should help with that passing game. But I think that Russell Wilson is tired of the same old tricks and saying, like, yeah, I want some more input. Um, I don't feel like Pete Carroll is going to do the exact same thing for me. So it's time for me to go. But Regardless of that, do you think that he was right to leave in this case? Like any quarterback does nowadays, don't they? Like, yeah. Especially these, like you know, the way the market and the way contracts are set up, you got that no trade clause, and you know, you can only waive that for the select teams he chooses. So, puts him in a really nice particular situation where like he's already getting paid, but then he's also like. I guess has the cards, you know, he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to choose to like play for the Seahawks if he doesn't want to, but, you know, and he kind of controls his destination. That's why his agent put out those random ass teams. But I think, I think it's interesting. I don't think they're going to trade in the least this year. I think they're, you know, they hired a new offensive coordinator to try to find amends to that, but you will see how it goes, you know, because like you said, it seems like Pete Carroll's like pretty hard headed about like keeping Russell Wilson as a secondary weapon and not his primary option. So if that continues, I can see this keep on boiling and maybe even during the regular season some point, you know, like 
he fully demands a trade, and you know the Seahawks have to trade him. But I think that probably happened during the regular off season next year. I think we're one year early right now. Interesting. It's hard. I feel to like do. yeah. Go ahead. I, I feel like Wilson's prob the bigger problem than you know letting Wilson have more control of the offense and throwing the ball and letting him cook. I feel like it should be his health because he has no offensive line, mm-hmm. and if he kept get get if he keeps on getting hit. He, you know, he's just going to end up injured like Dak. And, you know, that's not good for him. So yeah. I feel like if they build that offensive line, I feel like that would keep them, keep him there for at least like two, three more years. And if not, then I'm sure he's going to be out by next year. And they were shelling out big time for the Legion of Boom, I think, back then. So then they neglected to kind of fill in his offensive line. And they were they literally seven guys. Now. What's that? They got Blitz Boy now. Ah, yes. Jamal Adams. With the two first-round draft picks. Two. I bet you they wish they had that first-round pick right now. That's a starting running back right there. Oh, my God. And then what? Because they keep trading first-round picks, too, don't they? Like, Yeah, they're not the Rams, bro. You cannot, like, make the same type. Like, you know, like, you know, what they do is uh, the way they go about their, like, trading all their picks away and, like, trying to make it work works for the Rams, you know, it does not work for the Seahawks, you know, can't try to replicate what they do, like, where they traded, like, a first round pick for, like, that center a few years ago, I guess that wasn't, like, the worst trade, but you know, the no, they, particular Jamal Adams trade hasn't been, like, the most value, like, that they could have gotten, you know, out of those first round picks. It's player value, right? The Rams traded uh, first round picks for a quarterback. They traded up for Jared Goff, and then they traded for Matthew Stafford. The Seahawks traded a first-round pick for Jimmy Graham and Percy Harvin and now Jamal Adams. These are not particularly first-round draft pick players, right? So it's just – that's not like – and two first-round draft picks for Jamal Adams, again. And he got injured for like half the year. And another half, he was just blitzing. Like, he wasn't even getting <laughs> play coverage. Exactly. Like, they had yeah. the worst secondary in the league. I think I think honestly, like I think I think for more than Russell Wilson, I think Seattle should tell Pete Carroll he's on the hot seat. You know, like because you're like because it's like you're a defensive-minded coach. All our draft picks are going to the defense. The defense still sucks, and you know, like what what the, what is how does that make any sense? You know, if he if he wasn't like Pete Carroll, the name and the USC coach and the, the Legion of Boom coach, he wouldn't be fired by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Honestly, I love to see the chaos go down in Seattle. It's about damn time. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I think the chaos started boiling when Sherman left. You could tell, you know, Sherman's a I would say like a very smart, wise type of player. Mm-hmm. And when he left, and you know, he said that there were problems in Seattle. I think that sh- that was like the big first red flag. And you know, like I think he's like a good sense of character. Like he's a good locker room presence. And if he doesn't feel like Seattle's in the right position or going in the right position, like that's a, like a big like you know heads up to the rest of the organization, the players in it, and, you know, just us as, like, fans just watching, like, the Seahawks, you know, just kind of, like, burst right now. Yeah. I mean, regardless, though, like, when you see the teams that Russell Wilson listed out, like, do you think – because it's hard for me to imagine he has a better chance of winning anywhere else, right? So do you still think that the Seahawks are the best place for him to win, or do you think that if one team got him, they'd basically be instant contenders? I think honestly, he's better off him somewhere else. Hmm. I just feel like, like I mean, imagine imagine some of these teams that what they could do with like 
like Russell Wilson, you know, like they were like like teams that bend over backwards for like in average quarterbacks. Like like look at what like you know, um, for example, what the Saints do for Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. They give them like twenty million and fifteen million each just to sit on the bench, or like or like the the, the Bears. Like they have like best defense surrounded. Around Mitch Trubisky, they got him Matt Nagy, who was like a sought after coach who had two years ago. You know, people have been hating on him recently. You know, a lot of that didn't have to do with him, but you know, two years ago he was like one of the best coaches you could go and get for your head coach position. You know, so sure. like you know, like there's teams that are doing so much for you, like at least more than the Seahawks are. And like you know, right right now, like if you got straight up to the Bears, you probably wouldn't think that like they're like probably the better but position, but like long term and. The ability to like actually like do what as as he said make make Russell Wilson happy and put him in a better position I think long term there's like a lot of teams that would like I think be interested in him. I think the only team that I would see him winning with is the like immediately Chicago. They got Allen Robinson against his will. They got <laughs> Mont. <laughs> you gotta they... stop saying that, bro. <laughs> It's true. It's not like they got him hostage there. It's true, You're giving though. the man like seventeen million. He's trying to bro. leave. He had he served four years, three four years, and now he wants out. But they're like franchise tag. Now you have to stay here. It's yeah, but they're it's giving him a lot of money to stay there though. <laughs> you act like real. they play for free, you know. Like you give them like, true. That's like true. fifteen, sixteen million dollars, you know, like more than all of us will ever probably make. But I, I see what you're man. saying. Now I get yeah. your point. There's some teams where you know you can pay me enough to play for. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that could be the Chicago Bears. I see what you're saying there. Thank God Kenny Galladay didn't get franchise tag. I was terrified. <laughs> I thought he was too. <laughs> no. It's been like we would gone from like the greatest wide receiver class to the to just a bunch of dudes getting franchise tag. Yeah. But um, yeah, but back to like Russell Wilson. They got they got Allen Robinson. They got uh Demont. And uh, they got a pretty good offensive-minded head coach, Matt Nagy. He's kind of that new-age kind of offensive coordinator mind. And if he could get to the playoffs with Mitch Trubisky, I think, and I guess, again, with Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles, then he could certainly work wonders with Russell Wilson. But, you know, the Dolphins, the Jets, I don't see it. Um, And I really doubt, like, Russell Wilson's going to go there unless he really just wants to be the guy, right? And he just wants to have complete control of the offense, then yeah, maybe New York is gonna like bend over backwards for him. But he's not gonna win much with them. How much do you think that's on his mind though? Like do you feel like that's Russell Wilson's number one priority right now? What's that? The money, the wins? The, no, I think I think it's like I think right now his number one is himself. Like he wants to be like no he's gonna go to the like every Sunday well protected with weapons and with the chance to win. But like I think he wants to think like he wants the first two like he wants a good like O line and you know his health and safety is like I think like the most important part to him right now is like him you know yeah I don't know if winning is like his like number one priority I think obviously he wants to win but he doesn't want to win at the cost of like him having to take forty five sacks again you know well it's a shame that the Colts uh, traded a little too early then <laughs> Carson Wentz is an MVP candidate bro. Oh my god! <laughs> they should trade him to the Seahawks then. They should trade him to the Seahawks for Wilson. So much potential oh there. That'd be uh, wonderful to say the least, right? I'd be perfectly content with that. <laughs> and then, then the other quarterback that uh, you know, everybody's been eyes on after is Deshaun. I think Deshaun Watson's going to be more valuable at the end of the day than Russell Wilson will be. 
Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that. He's younger, and um, there's nah, much more. Yeah. yeah, and he's he's gonna get in his prime, right? Well, okay, let's play a little game here. Like, there there are a couple quarterbacks that have a chance to be moved. I want you to list what percentage you feel like they're gonna get moved at. Let's start with Russell Wilson. I feel like this year, of course, like I say, there's a fifteen percent chance. I don't think like I I saw some more rumors about Wilson today. That indicates he might be on the move, but I think it's like a very unlikely chance. I'd say about the same, maybe like 2025 for me. I feel like the relationship is pretty bad, so I just put it a little bit higher, but at the same time, like asking points high and then the demands are so high for DeLarce Wilson that it's just gonna be hard to meet like the perfect match to happen, you know? Plus, mm. I think that they would, the Seahawks would be stupid if they tried to move, like, like, not even try to fix it, you yeah, know, like try to trade him it. right away. First yeah. complaint, you know, you know, Brady complained like, like 15 years and they finally like let go of him, you know, and they, made, <laughs> they, made, they ran them hit to the ground before they let him go. You know, that's what I would do with like, you know, Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson as well. Like, I can't wait till like it's completely, to like, completely like awful, you know, like it's until the situation's like there's no like coming back to. Yeah, the Texans are basically like that though. They they just completely ran the franchise to the ground. Once Deshaun Watson went out, they didn't try to accommodate him at all. Um, you have a percentage, Nando? I, I I agree. I think it's gonna be low, okay. but I feel like um, next year I think it's gonna be a hundred percent that he really? that he leaves Seattle. Damn. After this year, if they don't fix the O line, if they at least get like this maybe like one or two big. pieces, then I feel like he's gonna stay for at least three more years. Like I said, but if they just don't do anything and just let him get sacked. I even think they might – he might um, – The man train – yeah, mid-season. Yeah. That would be, ter- be terrible, but, like, so entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it. Yeah. Okay, Deshaun Watson. We've talked about him a little bit. but yeah, This is this off-season, right? Correct? Yeah, 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 okay. this off-season. I want to say I, – I am so optimistic. I'm going to say, like, 50%. And I'd say, like okay. – I'd say there's a good chance of him going to my Niners. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say I'm more optimistic than you. I think that situation is so far bad that it's like unsalvageable at all. I'm putting it at 85%. Wow. The only reason why I don't say more is because I think the Texans are just trash and they just don't want to move him at all. And they're just going to like spike him. I, don't, I think he will not show up. Like I literally think with Deshaun Watson, I think is at a certain point like, if tomorrow was week one of football, he would not show up. Yeah, but the thing is, like, you can have the guy not show up and they still don't trade him or do anything. Like, yeah, but once he stops showing up, you know it's like, you know, like, damn, like, Deshaun's really not showing up to the game. Like, we're kind of fucked. We got to kind of have to move him now. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, all, it's like, oh, it's all great until he goes to Cabo and puts on 20 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I don't think that I hope I hope that the Texans aren't stupid enough to do that. So I'm gonna say 100. They're definitely gonna move on from him. They just they're just trying taking a while to find the right like price or like they're like putting their feelers at what can we get? What's the max we can get? And what's the lowest everyone's offering? And they're just gonna go in like the middle. He's definitely gonna move. It's unsalvageable. I wouldn't want to say that too. Right? It's just how much are you gonna give in picks if Matthew Stafford got two? Right. Three, four, a whole draft. You gotta like. It's just hard for me to see like, oh, how much are they gonna demand first of all, and what's gonna be the actual price, right? They could demand like fucking five, right? 
first round draft picks. And then, like, no one's going to agree to that. But then if two teams do, or if one team does, and Deshaun doesn't want to go there, do you think he's going to leave just to leave, or do you think he's going to say no? I think he should say no, but I think he'll leave. I think if I think if the Texans make it clear that he is available, almost every team in the league would be interested. And then from there, I think Deshaun Watson would have some mutual interest with one of them. And then they'd fork away to make that trade happen. Yeah, you got to have the right team that is going to offer that much, as well as Watson actually wanting to play there. And that's the Carolina. Carolina? Uh-huh, no. I wish it was the Patriots because we don't even draft well. You can take our picks. <laughs> what are you talking about? Nikhil Harry. Yeah, yeah okay. Brown. Brown. Michelle. So, anyway, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. Thank you for giving perfect examples of why we should go all in for Deshaun. Give all our picks away. Okay, with Cam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, He's got, got a running back already. You need someone. <laughs> you can put him in. Just, just put Julian at a uh, quarterback. Oh, oh. <laughs> you might as well, dude, have some fun with it. If I'm going to be suffering, I might as well have fun suffering. <laughs> He's got it. <laughs> oh, it's Julian Edelman throwing a TD to Julian Edelman for the touchdown. Oh, my God. Perfect. Take, Perfect. Take the handoff to Cam, <laughs> to Jacoby, and Harry. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds awful. Let's talk about uh, Carolina's quarterback here, Teddy Bridgewater. There were some rumors that uh, the Niners were on the call with uh, inquiring about Teddy Bridgewater, which I absolutely hated. Did not want to see that happen. But it seems like there are rumors that Bridgewater could be on the move. Nando, you're the residential Panthers fan here. How likely do you see them actually moving them? Don't don't judge it based off your feelings. Well, I feel like – well, okay, okay. There's a – a lot of different scenarios. I feel like there's a scenario where we get Watson, but I don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> if, if, if we don't if we don't make the trade before the NFL draft. Because if we don't make the trade before the draft, we're not getting Watson. Right. Now, if that doesn't happen, I'm pretty sure we're gonna draft a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Whether it be if it's Justin Fields that lands on us, or Trey Lance, or if we trade up, but I'm pretty sure we're gonna draft a quarterback if we don't get Watson. And I feel like, huh? Zach Wilson? Oh, I mean, any quarterback. I don't mind anybody, honestly. Any Anything's better than Teddy. Uh. <laughs> what and, I think could be interesting is, like, I think it wouldn't Bridgewater. Do you don't think Bridgewater would still be kept, though? Like, if they drafted a quarterback? Um, I feel like. He's Mr. Bridge quarterback himself. <laughs> I, I, I see what you did always, there. I've always liked when they draft a quarterback and they they let him sit for like a year or maybe half the season, so he can mm-hmm. like you know like um, study the the game in the NFL because it's totally different from college. So I wouldn't mind that, but I don't know. Uh, they, I'm pretty. I, I read that they don't want Teddy anymore because of his conditions or something like that. So I feel like Condition we are, we might bad. see a different quarterback next year. I, Which I, I, don't feel, mind. I feel like they've kind of screwed themselves with the contract they gave him last offseason. <laughs> and I don't know how many teams are going to, like, want Teddy Bridgewater in any type of, like, trade pay for picks or anything, you know, if they trade up or they trade down. So, like, I think they're stuck with Teddy Bridgewater. Like, 
Um, but will he be the starting quarterback or will he be, you know, the quarterback for the future? I think those are both like, like probably knows, you know, like, I don't think he's going to, you might start, but he's not the, you know, like, like Nando said, he's not going to be there like week eight, week 10 of the season. There'll be some rookie quarterback or Deshaun Watson or something, you know, I don't think he's going to make it through the season. I think they trade him and I think they trade him to a team that will absorb that cap space. They know they're going to suck. So might as well take this guy on, get a draft pick or two maybe out of it. So therefore, I see him going to the Houston Texans. And we getting Watson? No. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> You'll get David Speaking Johnson or something. That'd be a blockbuster trade. <laughs> Ruin McCaffrey. <laughs> and then the last quarterback, you know, everyone's favorite is Jimmy Garoppolo. What are we, what are the chances we see him get moved? Oh God. Residential Niner fan, you can go first. Uh, 49%. All right. How about 94? Horrible. No. I don't think we – it's hard for me. I'd say it's actually around 49% because I think it's just, just like a little less than likely, right? Because I feel like they want to keep him. I don't know why, but they want to keep him um, because it's a safe bet, right? They've always won when Jimmy was a starter, and – they want to bet that, you know, he's put his injuries somehow past him and they're going to be able to move forward and still be contenders. And they don't want to make any sudden moves because it's a very volatile uh, market right now. And they know that there's a lot of dangerous teams out there, the Rams, the Cardinals, everything. So if you invest a lot of capital, you invest a lot of uh, your future on one guy, right? Let's say you trade up to get a Fields or something or a Trey Lance or a Zach Wilson, or you trade everything to get Deshaun Watson. And then, somehow you end up wrong and you don't end up winning because it's hard to lose with Deshaun Watson as you started, but there is possibilities, right? Then, you know, you're really out of luck, right? And then you've got the next three or four years to just rebuild and you're completely like screwed. So I think that they're just going to kick the can down the road. They're going to be like, ah, we're not going to trade Jimmy. Let's just run it back again and see what we can do here. But I really do hope they trade him. Though. I think the Niners, like you said, would like when to trade off Jimmy. So I don't think it's going to happen, but I think it's the right move to, that they need to make. Um, as, uh, as not a Niner fan, I think they think the best thing they could do is to try to get him to the Patriots. But I mean, they resigned Cam, so I don't know how many other teams are interested in Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, I don't know what other team would want to have him. So they're kind of screwed with that contract sitting on there, just, you know, sitting there on their team. I would have, you know, tried to find a way to get him out of there and try to go get, like, Darnold or someone because you know that, like, there's upside there. There's no more upside left for Garoppolo. Like, we've seen him peak. I do not want to see Darnold. (laughs) Darnold's better than Garoppolo. You trade for Darnold? (sighs) I don't want to trade for Darnold. I'll sign him maybe, but I don't want to trade for second, A second for Darnold? You No, definitely not. No. What? How? That's way better than whatever the hell you guys got going on now. Yeah, what do you, what do you mean? mean massive upgrade? Jimmy Garoppolo's ass. <laughs> this man commanded what, be there week 13? <laughs> the guy that's fault, gonna be, we're, so we're comparing Darnold to the Niners starting quarterback, who is who is Jimmy Garoppolo, Bethard, and Mullins, okay? So comparing Darnold to those three collection of trash, <laughs> Yeah, sure, yeah. I will take Darnold over Bethard and Mullins. I will not take him over Garopp. Well, well okay. Garopp will I mean, come a little bit. Because he's going to be out week five. Oh, my God. 
I'd still say that we have a better chance of winning with Garoppolo than with Darnold. Okay, maybe this year, but what about two years on the line, three years on the line? Yeah, I think what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, what about three years on the line? You were just saying, what about cars and shit? I don't know. (laughs) He might be out of the league. I don't know. I think Donald still has upside talent, and I don't know what, like, like, like he's less expensive than Jimmy G, too. Like, come on. That's true. But at the same time, less expensive doesn't mean more good. It's just, yeah, but that means you could put more good around him and then see better results. It's obviously clear that Shanahan doesn't need the best quarterback in the league to make the offense work and the defense and, and make the whole team win. So, yeah. obviously, if Jimmy G is not better than so Darnold, then if you bring in an upgrade, then the team should just be better. We like, need a better upgrade, right? We need – because if you have someone like – because we don't have the same talent level that we had back in the Super Bowl, and then those guys are obviously going to get older and some guys are going to leave. So, you need a better quarterback to elevate you than you know a Donald, right? That's why if you're gonna move off the spot for Jimmy G, you gotta get a better, like a clearly better upgrade, like a Deshaun Watson, because your team around you is now not gonna be as good, but you're gonna have a better quarterback. That's what's gonna elevate you, not the team anymore, right? So it's just it's that fine line. And I would not trade for Donald. I would maybe sign him as a reclamation project, like we have with Josh Rosen. We're just gonna collect all the 2018 like draft class, but I wouldn't depend on Donald because that would be a very risky game. And imagine pulling all your chips in for Sam Donald, right? Well, you're not putting all your chips in. You're putting the second-round draft pick in. Yeah, but you're expecting him to, like, be the starter at that point, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So guess no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Bro, what? That's crazy. How that can would you be say ridiculous. that? Because the last team who just did rely on Donald to be the starter. Oh, they didn't rely on Donald. <laughs> what do you mean? What do the what do the Jets? What Jets are the Jets better than at the, than the Niners? Like they're not better at O line. They're not better at receiver. They're not better at running back. They're not better at coach. They're not better at anything. Not a single position would they be better <laughs> at than the Niners, other than maybe quarterback. You have to. And if you put the best, it. like if you put Donald around good weapon, and like I said earlier, you're not like you're asking Donald to come in and be five five thousand yards, forty touchdowns. The like, thing is, you need a better quarterback. You need that guy to. He can be better without that, right? statistically being like, like much better. He could be more efficient. He's a better arm. Like you can just open up the playbook and just makes everything better. It doesn't have to be like the direct impact to just Darnold having like ridiculous numbers. Like you will just see the offense look better than it would with Jimmy G. You don't have to just run, run, play action, run, run, play action. Like you can come out and pass on first down when like the team's not expecting it because your quarterback can make those type of throws and like reads. You know. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I just don't see Donald's game being elevated as much as I think you think it will be with Shanahan. I think Shanahan has done a tremendous job turning, you know, trash into less trash. But at the same time, it's just like, that's not what I want to see. I don't want to see less trash. I want to see good. <laughs> you don't know what Donald is. He's never had a good opportunity. That's true. You can't say the Jets is a fair opportunity to judge someone because I wouldn't. I just wouldn't want to be the that. first one to lay down on that, right? If we have yeah, the core right do, now, if we have when... the championship window, and we have so many different like quarterback options that we can go to that are clearly better upgrades than Donald. Why not Ooh, just do that? Who could you get that's better than Donald? That's not going to be the rest of your future because, like, if you don't want, I would bet the rest wanna... of my future on literally everyone else. Oh my then god! Do a second round pick on Donald. You're crazy. No, you're so crazy. <laughs> Jeez, correct, dude, Matt. I don't you're know. Crazy, I feel bro. like you guys are overhyping Donald. Sometimes dude, it's not about overhyping you know, because, like, what's the risk? Like, if it doesn't work, you're gonna just draft a quarterback anyways, which you need to do anyways. Like, it's not like it's like the end of your, the world, you know. Like, the core of the team is still there, you know. And at the end of the day, like, 
Like, your running back position won't matter because Ken Shanahan can – we've literally seen him scheme anybody into the running back position. You have young receivers. You have Kittle. And you're going to re-sign Kittle. There's nothing about that. And then the defense, that needs to be retooled, but you still have your best player coming back. It's not like you guys are, like, like, like completely screwed if you don't get Deshaun – like, a Deshaun Watson-level player. You just need someone that's, like, better and more – like, like explosive than just Jimmy G. Jimmy G is just so limited as a quarterback. Yeah, but I just don't think that Donald would elevate that. Like, he wouldn't be a winner, really, in our system. I think he'd be okay, but I just don't think, you know, he can elevate yeah. that. I think I guess we can never find out until I think it's just like a watch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think, like, the strategy is basically you either push all in on a quarterback and you get like a Sean Watson or you get a future like franchise guy, right? Or, you know, you keep kicking the can down the road with Jimmy G until a better option finds itself. I think Darnold is at most a lateral move. And then you just like, you get a little bit better, maybe. That's the hope. And you get a little bit younger at the position. But at the same time, you don't really He's, he's still much. like 23, man. It's not like this man's like 32 or something. <laughs> he's still like, you know, young and still has not much experience. You know, like with the with the true offense yeah. you know but i'm just not willing to play that game right now we, we have a team that could win a super bowl i think and i don't want to play the sam Darnold game oh. right now if no, we no, were no. I, if we were like a terrible team like we were a couple of years ago when chen Han first came in maybe i'd take on the reclamation project but right now there's a lot more that we could do here like we either yeah, stick with the guys think, that we got here think, or I, go get a clear upgrade and just don't see if you don't look like you've seen the up, like the, the upside to it. Like it's a young quarterback, cheap contract. Like you allowed to like if you get Darnold and it works out next year, you have like so much more cap space. It's true. You have but it's just, it's just you the have risk. your rookie guy. I guess we'll find out. I mean, I. I you guys are already trash. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about you go, send Sam Darnold, man? I would gladly. I, I would okay. Gladly take see. Sam Darnold. I would gladly take <laughs> Sam Darnold and Ben this year, man. <laughs> I agree. I don't know, bro. I don't think you understand. How you told you. Matt told me that he liked Darnold. He was like, I like after- Darnold. I like Darnold, and I like I watched him at the Rose Bowl, and that was one of the best performances that I've ever seen from a college quarterback. At the same time, I don't think he. It's just really hard for me to say that. Oh, you know, he's just going to be instantly better with the Niners. Sometimes damage goods are damage goods. But I think you're forgetting he was playing with the Jets. Yes, the Jets. I don't think yeah, you understand how awful the, the Jets. Jets are. You're telling me any quarterback could win with the Jets? Is this Darnold that couldn't win? I don't think that every quarterback could win there. But I'm just saying that I don't even think any quarterback. Are, no, I don't no, no, think no, no, any no. quarterback in but NFL the thing history, is, you put him on that Jets roster, they're dog shit still. The thing <laughs> is, that quarterbacks that head coach. win with terrible franchises. Gay, with Gaze? With Adam Gaze? Yes. Young quarterbacks. Oh. Are, yeah, Ryan Tannehill made the playoffs with Adam Gaze. Yeah, bro, but they still had more weapons. They had, J- they had Jay Ajayi for, like, one good season. They had Jarvis Landry. They don't even have that on the Jets. Either way. Either you way. See, that's, I mean, you, no, you see rookie co- – okay, no, you see young of, quarterbacks like, get destroyed when they go to, like, mediocre franchises, and they don't recover. When you see – like, we literally had Alex Smith, first overall draft pick. He was phenom. And then he got completely destroyed for, like – Years and years, he eventually lived up to his billing, but mostly as a game manager, he never became that franchise guy. So sometimes you get damaged to the point where you can't like return from that. 
And I don't want to do that with Sam Darnold. I, mean, I don't want to take that risk. That, like, Drew Brees was able to leave the Chargers and come into, char- come into the Saints and resurrect his career, you know? Yeah, like, because he became a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's very rare. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I think there's still talent there. And, like, you know, put him with a ch- an offensive and a genius like Kyle Shanahan. I guess when you're gonna finally going to see him have strides, you know, he's a guy that's, like, you know, like like needs preparation and the, the off season to get ready and like understand what the system is and how he wants to be played, you know. And it's not like you can just like, you know, he's not like there's certain quarterbacks you could just throw on a team, you know, like they'll help you like win like at least three or four more games. But, you know, like there's like you said, there's not like quarterbacks like that all the time. So with like when you can get this upgrade from Garoppolo to Darnold just for a second round pick and worse comes to worse next year, you cut both of them. They're both gone. Who, who, then you could get whoever you want. You want to trade year, for, you next year. You want to tra- you lose then, another year of that championship window, man, for Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, bro, because it's like the the the, the, the benefits. You know, your only thing about the negatives. What about the benefit? What if it works out? Then you got a rookie quarterback, a quarterback on a rookie a contract. Chance that you know it's going to turn out bad instead of. He was a good. number two pick for a reason. You're just discrediting like any like. Like any like ability that that man has, like you're just laughing like he's a straight like scrub. Because he is. <laughs> no, the team he plays for is straight scrub. <laughs> this guy. All right, I guess one day we'll just find out. I guess. I think okay, we'll if never Shanahan, find out. I think I think you know if Shanahan thinks that he can you know rebuild him, then yeah, I'm on board because you know if they actually make that transaction, then that means Shanahan has faith that he can like make him better, and we have seen you know. He's made mediocre quarterbacks okay, and yeah, he's made Ryan good and quarterbacks MVP. and MVP co- yeah candidates like Matt Ryan, right? So he's really got to just believe in himself, right? I think that Shanahan wouldn't want to take on this project, but you know it remains to be seen. We have Josh Rosen already, so why not add another one? <laughs> <laughs> you can get Baker in a couple years. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, we already have Josh fucking Rosen, and he was on some really shitty teams too. So okay, yeah, yeah, that was that was that was that was fucked. We'll have to see. And we didn't have to use a second round draft pick for him. Yeah, that's true. Well, I don't know. If your if your final like argument is Darnold Rosen, bro, that's fucked. Huh? If you're saying that Darnold's gonna be like Rosen, man, that's kind of that's kind of mean. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that you know the situations. If you're gonna say Darnold's only bad because of his situation, right? Like Rosen's also, you could argue Rosen was also bad because of his situation. I mean, yeah, he that that is like that that, that is true. Yeah, like he wasn't great in himself, but Darnold showed talent. Like he's shown ability to make plays and do like you know like beyond what the Jets even expected from him. You know, sometimes but just like. Most of the time, you know, all the mediocreness of just everything just rubbed off on him. And, you know, he's just mostly bad as well. Yeah. I mean, I think Darnold's better than Rosen, clearly. It's just mm-hmm. like I don't want to rely on Darnold right now. It's just – it would be hard for me to say, oh. Uh, you could have both of them. Coming to the season with yeah, – yeah, we're going to have both of them, maybe. And I, mean, like, gonna... I mean, like Garoppolo and Darnold. Oh, God. And then you can know that's a great quarterback – Camp. No, this is horrible. <laughs> That's no, what I would just... love to see. See Darnold beat Donald Garoppolo. and Garoppolo and Rosen. Words. Hell yeah! Oh, what's that? Make you eat your words oh. about Darnold? No, man. If 
Yeah, I'd gladly eat my words. If Darnold actually comes great with the Niners, sure. I'm just saying, you know, if I wanted to like if I wanted to bet my championship season, I wouldn't say Sam Darnold would be my first choice as starting quarterback. There's not much else out there for you. I mean, other than Deshaun Watson, like yeah, like, hey, like everybody wants Deshaun Watson, but like you gotta believe, get him? man. Okay, but like there's Deshaun no one else Watson. other than Deshaun Watson. You're gonna be stuck with Teddy Two Glove or No, we're gonna trade Jimmy for the first round pick for the Panthers, and then we're gonna get <laughs> we're gonna get oh, Justin oh, Fields. No. <laughs> Somebody's so sad. You're gonna you're gonna get Jimmy and Teddy. They're gonna bridge quarterback one another. Yeah. He's bridging for uh, Jimmy. And then you trade McCaffrey for Darnold. All right, all right. <laughs> you disrespected him. It's okay. Just okay. slandered you. He's worth that value. All right. I think we're going to end it right there. Hopefully, some of these uh, predictions come true or not. Um, free agency starts Wednesday, March 17th. We'll probably have a reaction for you later then. But this has been another entertaining episode as always, guys. Thank you. Thanks. See you.